Hey, and welcome to Getting Down with the Pickleball with your host, Dr. Don, the killer pickler and sex therapist, and me, Tony, the sidekick who asks the questions, gets the news and all the updates, and all the pickleball annex you can handle. And now, it's Dr. Don. Hi, y'all. Welcome to Getting Down with the Pickleball. This is your host, Dr. Don, the pickler, with your pickleball news antics, and more. So, here's my big pickle of the day. Big pickle of the day. This is something that happened to me on the court. It was great at first, but it became super frustrating later on. So I'm playing my game. I'm having a great time laughing, all this stuff. And we have a coach that plays with us, which is nice. You know, he gives us tips and pointers and sometimes hangs out and watches how our game goes and calls us when we're in the kitchen, kind of screws up our game completely. But other than that, it's it's nice having him around. So I'm out there playing a great game and he calls me over after my game and he says, why don't we go? over to the next court and work on your serve because I think I can help you with that and possibly change the grip. I was like, oh, well, you know, I I don't know about that. I'm I'm having a good time out here. Why do I want to change my grip? And he's like, if you want to get to the next level, this is something that will really help you. So he changed my grip. I think it's called the Continental. I'm not sure. And I started playing it. And what happened is my balls... Balls. When I was serving and um, returning the balls, they started getting lower and lower, just kind of over the net. And it was kind of cutting on top of the ball. But I also noticed that I was gripping it super tight. After about 20 minutes of holding the paddle that way, my arm began to hurt. And then I started becoming fatigued. And then I started overthinking what my grip was. But the coach said, you know, continue to play. It's going to throw off your game for a while. But I can see that your game is going to reach a whole new level by this new grip. The next day I came in and my arm was just killing me, but I I persevered. I went out there and I played the game, had a terrible game. I sucked really bad, was really frustrated because I'm a little bit competitive. And I thought, I don't want to do this. You know, it's not I don't know. It's not something that I'm really enjoying. So I talked to some friends about it and they're like, you know, why don't you just give it a try? And so I thought, well, I'm going to post it on the pickleball forum. So I posted the question about changing my grip and I wanted to see what other people said. And the remarks were interesting. Some of them were like, it's necessary to take two steps back to gain four to five steps forward or try a northern, mid-south, west side, eastern regional grip. Work for me. I have no idea what that is. Uh, Let's see. Just hold it by the handle, end of the paddle. It works best that way. And then why are you changing your your grip? My idea is why am I changing it? And I guess it's to improve my game. But I think I'll, I'll give it a try for a couple of weeks. I will definitely fill you in on how it goes. Well, here is my second serve of the day. Second serve. This is going to be kind of a a soft serve. At the pickleball court, sometimes people will come in and they'll have an agenda. Not in a bad way, but they'll want to play with certain people and maybe not other people. And sometimes clicks form. I mean, we see that. So I'm sure this happens on many, um, many courts. And if you're part of a club, it certainly takes place. It is a little bit of high school behavior. But you know what? Pickleball does bring out the silly in a lot of us. And this reminded me of the Grammys that I saw a few months back and how they had this weird agenda. Current events and hot topics of the day. 
and people were writing about it. I, I think many magazines picked it up or uh, they were definitely talking about it on Twitter. And it was this agenda that was promoting this transsexual, almost like a satanic worship. The guy that was singing, he was dressed in this blood red and there were people around him in blood red and he had these horns and, you know, kids watched this and it was just kind of really creepy and it seemed like they were doing, uh, circling around him, chanting in a way where the other person that was singing with him was a transgender and ended up winning the Grammy, I believe, over a a real woman or a, a biological woman. The other thing that was really strange was a guy named uh, Dr. Dre, who supposedly is a woman beater, and they named an award after this guy. It, It kind of just sets back the women's movement, I don't know, a couple hundred years. And to tie it all up, at the very end, who is sponsoring all of this? It's Pfizer. How crazy is that? So Pfizer, the big pharmaceutical drug company, comes on and they're basically sponsoring a program that is about devil worshiping, promoting transgender, and also uh, a wife beater. And they're not in the, the best position themselves right now with all of the stuff coming out about the side effects and the myocarditis and, you know, people are not doing so well. And they've had to answer a lot of questions with the Project Veritas. They're kind of on the hot seat right now, but here they are, you know, they're promoting uh, this Grammy Awards and doesn't matter whether you're on the right, whether you're on the left. I think most people are kind of sick of this stuff or they're uncomfortable with it. It's kind of being pushed in their face to a point where people are like, wait, I just want some normalcy in my life. I don't need all this stuff pushed in my face. And why is a drug company uh, sponsoring them? It's just kind of a a weird thing. So that's all I got to say about that. Now here's my final serve. Final serve. Let's move on to some fun pickleball news and talk about the Dink Awards. It's time for Pickleball News. What is the Dink Awards? The Dink Awards is basically the People's Choice Awards for pickleball, where they honor and celebrate the professionals, the organizations, and the people who are really paving the way in the pickleball mainstream. It's, it's fun because it's your peers basically voting for the professionals. And it's something that they've turned into a yearly thing where you can go and have fun watching your favorite professionals and, and see who wins the annual Dink Award. All right, that was my big pickle of the day. Stay tuned for some more wacky fun with my co-host, Tony. You know, he's uh, got something to say about the Dink Awards. Hey, we're back here with uh, Dr. Don and getting down with the pickleball. Amazing topics today, going around the world, but also on the court and... (laughs) Like she said, dink awards. But doctor, let's get to your grip thing. Cause that's kind of a interesting thing. Cause you were playing, you thought you were okay. I mean, you thought you were fine playing the way you were playing. Guy comes to you and says, Hey, I think I can help your game. Uh, let's try this uh, holding of the paddle and changes your grip. But um, I had seen you after that and your arm was wacky, sore, went all the way up where? Maybe to your neck and back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And did it help your game? Actually it did. 
I, I stuck with it. It really screwed my game up, though. Uh, for about a good two weeks, it, it messed my game up. And then I tried to go back to my original grip, and I couldn't figure out how to do that either. So then I'm stuck in the middle. I'm like, wait, I don't feel comfortable with my original grip. This new grip is really killing my arm. But I noticed that I was hitting the ball um hitting it lower. Before I was popping it up here and there, but when I changed my grip, it made it so I hit the ball lower and faster and it was more difficult to get. So I, I've been sticking with it. My arm is better. I guess that I have to work those muscles in. So yeah, I, it was a good suggestion by the coach. That's that's really good. I, when I play ball or you can even see it any time in baseball, you'll watch a player for a couple of years and he has a stance and he, the way he holds the bat and where he's situated in the box. And then he uh, changes one day because, you know, his batter and average went down. The hitting coach says, let's try something new. And he sucks for a long mm-hmm. time. And then all of a sudden, one day it clicks and the guy's now hitting back up in the high, you know, 290s or over 300. There's always that lull. I, I changed when I played. I I always like to be back of the box as far as I could, so I thought I could see the ball just a little longer, but that was also not letting me hit a curveball at the right part of it dropping, not at the bottom part, so you pop up a lot. So there were little things like that, but it didn't hurt (laughs) to change things. I wasn't in pain uh, moving my feet. Well, well, part of the, the problem was I was gripping it too hard. So when like I most when women, I, yeah, you guys got to learn this thing. <laughs> of course, you go there, Tony. I didn't go anywhere. One track mind, you know that. <laughs> it's not. It's not one track. Anyway, not we're a mind, talking about think. a paddle, not something else that I was gripping. I'm not talking. Okay. okay yeah. Well. Anyway, so I was gripping it too hard, and uh, that was probably causing me some stress in my arm. I think that's part of the problem because when I loosened it up the next day, it was still hurting. But it, it felt a little bit better. And, and I will say the people that were playing with me, because I am I am vocal and I do say when I'm upset or, and people know, they're like, Dawn, it's okay. We know you're, you changed your grip. It's all right that you missed the ball 8,000 times and your game sucks today. Stop being so hard on yourself. So they were really cool. Okay. But then finally it started yeah. to... Right, so you wanted to get more line drive across the net instead of it kind of Popping arcing. It up. Yeah, you were, and you're giving them an easier return. Absolutely, you weren't Popping giving it them, and, yeah, yeah, or hitting it to a spot where you want to hit, but not quick enough or sharp enough, where they might have the best quick response to hit it back to you. Right. So, all right, it's helped you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's one positive thing. Absolutely. Okay. So I recommend staying with the, staying with it. Yeah, but I think you also said that you had one uh, online, you or you mm-hmm. tweeted out something, or you went Facebook. Facebook. And yeah. hey, does anyone? I, I did this thing, and some guys were funny. Some guys are like, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. They're really large, you know, ping pong things. It's kind of oh, cute. Oh, really? Okay. Kind of cute. Well, you know what? Why don't you get out in the court and why don't you try it? Ah, uh, then I what? Then I then I bang everybody. <laughs> I meant in the. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> in the I thought pickleball you were world, doing that, Tony. Yeah, just line drives is what I meant. <laughs> and everybody just boom. Oh, I'm sorry, dude. You know, I, you don't need that cheek today, do you? No, no, we'll get you out on the pickleball court. I know, we court, will. I would love we'll, to do that. We'll, uh, yeah. Okay, but the comments that you got were back hol- they, were, I see more encouraging to yeah. change it up than to, if something isn't working or wasn't being a, a plus in your game, you have to do something to change. Well, it's just, it's stepping up to the next level and changing the grip was stuck, stepping up to the next level and it improved my game. And so I posted it on Facebook, like, like I said before, and I got 
I got quite a, a bit of people responding to it, actually. And they most of them said, you know, just stick with it. I mean, some of them are like, nah, you know, why mess up a good thing? Or, you know, pickleball is, is just fun. You don't have to really. Right. Those are the ones that hadn't seen you played yet. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't really see you before and then the after. You know, like, like most women don't. What was that remark? They don't look first. <laughs> oh, look at you. you know, yeah, well. Everyone has to check out some type of merchandise before you buy, I guess. What are you talking about? The paddle? Talking about the game. Talking about, oh, some people start a game. Mm -hmm. They're not good at it. They give up. Golf. The ultimate, insane, most frustrating thing on the planet. And you're not even playing against anybody. It's just you in the course. But it's you doing it. Yeah, I don't know anything about golf. I just can't get into that sport. You mean a real sport? <laughs> You're so I'm kidding, funny. pickleballers. I think pickleball is like monster. I watch these guys play, oh, and it's kind of fun. I cannot wait to get you out on the court and then come back on and tell people how you did. All right. Yeah. Cool. I'll yeah. Probably, do you take that challenge? I take two challenges. What's the other one? Um, not breaking somebody's nose. Oh, <laughs> oh because you'll be the ultimate banger. Or, <laughs> or I just might, you know. Get a little too competitive and you never know. Do I have to actually use the paddle for the ball? I can't throw it at somebody. No, you'd be disqualified. (laughs) Can't pick it up. up. Oh, is that a disqualification? All right. We're going to take a little break. And then when we come back, we'll tackle this uh, (laughs) Grammy thing that's kind of a weirdness. And being in the music business, I have too many views about it, but I like where the doctor was coming from. So we'll be trying to figure that out. Enjoy the break, and we'll be back soon. And we're back with the doctor, Mr. Doctor. I have to call her Mr. Because this lady, she has the aggressiveness in most of the things she does. Like, guys, I mean, she's all cute and grandma-sized, like I mentioned. (laughs) But she she is. He's like, if you've seen her, you've probably seen her online, or you probably looked her up. And she's all of, like, three foot eight. And Three foot eight. And <laughs> really? Yeah, she barely can even see over the net, you know, but there she is being a mean man. But let's get back to the uh, Grammy thing, because the stuff that we saw, or I saw, you saw, we both saw this. And I know this show might air, you know, weeks and weeks after the Grammys have already been shown. But I mean, really, it wasn't even music, first of all. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know where it all is coming from. I, I get the angle of their agenda. They always, this is what they always do, or sort of the Academy Awards. Everyone has, well, we need to play up this. And, you know, sometimes it was all, I mean, like, hip-hop was nothing. And then they had the 25-year anniversary of it being the first time it was ever introduced to the Grammys as a music category genre but at the time they felt they had to do it and then over time it became part of the culture as in the norm but when it started it wasn't the normal so these guys coming out and the transgender thing uh first one to ever win one that to me is all about those guys voting all one way to appease i don't like you know that it wasn't good music there was nothing quality to it clint sing whatever People go, oh, no, she's fine, whatever. That's where it's all been dumbed down in music, you know? You put that against real records from the day, and you listen to them, A, B, them, don't, doesn't sound the same. So when it's not the same, when things aren't the same, and it's all changing, I think people start to freak out, have super hardcore opinions, try to uh, discount it, but the people in charge are stuffing it down your throat. Well, I just don't like the fact that they keep pushing this stuff out there. There's a very small percentage of people that are 
transgender and being a sex therapist, I worked with people years ago that, you know, were transitioning from male to female or female to male, but it was never that there was all these different genders. It's that they were going to go from one gender or one sex to the other. In fact, it was called transsexual back in 10 years ago and they just uh, kind of changed it into transgender so they could add all these different genders to it. But when I was working with people, it was never about just saying, go and do it. It was like, you know, why do you want to do this? Or why don't you try it out and see if you like it? Uh, um, You know, if you need to dress up, dress up. If you need to do this, do it for a period of time, see if you're comfortable with it. And I would tell you, like most of the people who are going through it ended up not wanting to go through it. And it turned out to be that maybe they had sexual confusion or there was just something else going on with them. And now in the news, they're pushing uh, all of this stuff onto kids. And and these these kids are, they don't know anything about sexuality at, at such a young age and, and pushing them to do hormone blockers or to have sex changes. I mean, this is absolute child abuse. And so them pushing it out into the Grammys where you do have maybe some kids that were watching this or maybe some parents who are pushing this on their children. I just don't think it's it's a healthy place for us to be in America. I Let's get back to the music. Why are we pushing out all this other stuff? Isn't it supposed to be about uh, music awards or celebrating music? Yeah, I remember when uh, Christopher Cross won and no one had seen the guy. You know, they just heard his music. And the way he sings is super high. I mean, it's like very beautiful voice. Soft, cool, uh, great music. And, and the album, it won album of the year, single year. And then the guy won everything that year. And then he came on to perform and everyone was like, what? What is this fat, can't grow a beard, sloppy dude being Christopher Cross? This can't be. And then there's uh, like Barry Manilow. And at the time, coming out was impossible. That ruined your career. And it still does to a lot of people. I mean, there's still guys that are still hiding. I don't care if it's an actor or actress and, or music guy. But when Barry Manilow finally said, hey, you know what? <laughs> no one cared because the guy's music rocked. No one cared that Christopher Cross really looked like that. They were stunned. But after they get over that first initial thing, it's all about the music. Mm-hmm. Well, the stuff last night had nothing to do with music. It was all about this agenda. Yeah. And so there's there's the Grammy people kind of playing into it again. Like, oh, we'll give Beyonce that one award. She was up for nine or ten or something. And she didn't get any of the good stuff. Like, album of the year? She probably had the best album of the year. But nope. they give, But they did give it to her because she has now the most Grammys ever won by an artist. So that was a little thank you. Or the Dre thing. Oh, yeah. You know? And I know, ladies and gentlemen, you don't know me, but I do have a background on this and if you ever do google me and see what it is i i was at a recording studio where we did lemonade so i was uh, involved with beyonce's lemonade album and i remember we that whole thing was up for again like nine or ten awards and you know we're sitting there and we're all excited and we're like this girl can't lose and they call the winner and she loses and adele wins and adele goes up there and says no 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 people that's the real winner right there in the front that that's the best out. I mean, without her, we're not here. See, that respect is cool. Right. And that's, that, that's where it goes. But the Academy somehow doesn't see it, or the people in charge. And is it, do you get a whole new crew in there? Do you do a whole new way of voting? I just think people aren't really interested in it anymore. It, it, oh, their really, numbers go way down. I mean, it's the really show gone. show sucks. Yeah, yeah. It's gone way downhill. I mean, the only reason that I'm talking about it is, 
you know, the few people that were watching it, hopefully kids weren't, I just thought it was really not something you'd want to sit down with your family and watch. I mean, what happened to the days when you could sit down with your kids? You were all excited. Everyone was excited about it. Remember when everyone watched the Oscars? We're not going anywhere that night. Or the Grammys. No, we're staying home. You know, no one's going out. It's dinner time. Right. We're, we'll, we'll sit around. Oh, oh, and not to mention the, uh, looking at the way people dressed and and the, the beautiful gowns or whatever. Did you happen to see what people were wearing? Oh, yeah. Insane. It, it was crazy. Yeah, the, like, it's, what? It's always been, it, with the musician thing anyway, it's always been a little bizarre fashion usually wins out. Or that's the cool new thing that's in. Or they found something that was cool that no one's seen. And then because they're that artist, everyone now has to wear it, Madonna. Right. Well, I don't think anyone's going to want to wear that. What was that? That diamond jumpsuit that uh, I don't even know the name of that artist was wearing. (laughs) (laughs) What the heck was that? Right. It all becomes about that. It doesn't have anything to do with music, even though that's what the thing is all about. And then what the heck happened to Madonna's face? Was that even Madonna? Well, kind of Joan Riversy. (laughs) <laughs> no, but I don't even, it didn't even look like no, her. Exactly. I mean, her lips were it's all, just, yeah, how you doing, she? And, yeah, it was and like then, the Joker kind of like, hey, yeah. what's going on? Yeah, and then her braids that kind of looked like uh, that, I don't know. You know, you want to stay as young as you can, but when it's not good looking. Like, okay, anyway, yeah, those are the things. But even though the numbers were low, there's still millions watching this. And that's why the Pfizer dudes were being the big sponsor because they knew there was a big agenda. Something was going on to where they've like, maybe the Academy went, we need to find a a person in line with us that will put the money up for it. And then we'll go ahead and help their agenda. Wait, but Pfizer already is having such bad press. And so the advertisement comes up right after that whole devil worshiping, you know, music thing comes on. Then the Pfizer comes up right after that. I don't know, but that was very creepy to me. Right, but that's what I'm saying. You help us, I'll scratch you, you scratch me, maybe we'll, you know. And such is life, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sure we all have the same gripes about something. That was our fun gripes. But we need to take a break. As usual, there's always someone in between helping us help you help us. We'll be back with Dr. Don in just a few minutes. Enjoy, take a break, we're gonna, and we'll be right back. And welcome back to Getting Down with the Pickleball and Dr. Don Michael. I'm your co-host, Tony, that's been, you know, having too much fun with a lot of this uh, pickleball stuff. And especially the terms is my favorite segment of the show, probably. I mean, I love talking and going back and forth as we do. But the terms of this game totally freak me out. Well, talk about an agenda. There's something going on with these things. And I got a couple more for you, Doctor, about lovely pickleball terms and, and rules or things that you probably have never even heard. And I'm going to keep a theme with this, ladies and gentlemen. There's two ways you could look at it. It's either foodie or, I don't know, Middle Easterny, we'll call it. <laughs> Something oh, like I that. I know which term that you're going to pop at me. <laughs> okay, let's see. First one is falafel. I knew it. <laughs> okay. Ladies and gentlemen, there's an actual term in pickleball that's bizarre called falafel. Do you know what the actual definition is? No, I I don't. Okay, but you've heard it somehow. No, I I did. I don't know. Maybe when I was looking through the terms, I saw it and it caught my attention. Like, what the heck is a falafel? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So the, the definition is it's a dead paddle or a short shot due to hitting the pickleball with little or no power. But I watch those guys volley like that all the time. I didn't know they were falafeling. It's not like, oh my God, I can take this falafel. You come here. You like falafel? I don't like a falafel. You want a little thing on the side? I slice it up. Good, I slice it up, but no, no dead paddle here. We cannot, no, we can, no, no dead 
But no falafel no, here. I think that's an Indian voice, not a Middle No, that's the Middle Eastern guy. <laughs> I want to not, I want to get you some falafel. No. <laughs> Indian guy went, oh my God. But this is, oh my God, you have no, no, we cannot do this. You cannot put, ah, don't mess with the Zohan on this. But that's so funny, right? That's yeah, so, no, okay, it is. But it, no, I, have you deal. ever, have you ever gone, you saw a play? You, you saw a couple guys playing, or maybe even happened to you in a game, and the guy does this, and it lands like a perfect shot, and you go, dude, that's a good falafel right <laughs> Nice falafel. That might make me hungry on the court. Okay. <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm thinking we should go get some falafel. Yeah. That was a good falafel. falafel. Hey. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, the falafel. It's like, hey, the falafel guy's here. What? We're eating already? No, no. The dude that plays with us. Falafel man. What? <laughs> What falafel? You cannot have falafel in the morning. I'm telling you, in the morning, falafel, no good. Well, keeping with the same region in the world, and here's a term. Oppa. Hey. <laughs> really? Well, this you're is actually used. We're, oh, okay. Well, you've got a Greek party. I right? do. I'm half. Huh? <laughs> you ladies. Um, I mean, yes, you're I'm, half a, Greek. I'm. I am. I'm a half Italian, half Greek. Oh. Bah. Yeah, that's uh, of course we usually means you know congrats, bravo, uh, great accomplishment, uh, good going, uh, but you know here, oppa, like you know when they break plates in the fireplace or on the floor, but really it's just a celebratory style of it. But in Greek it means to jump. Well, what does it mean in? But uh, in pickleball, pickleball sometimes shouted out after the third shot has been hit, open volleying has begun. So you're saying. You hit it on the serve. Guy hits it back. You hit it back. And then he hits it and everyone on the court goes, oh, hey. Wait, the, no. Are, you, music, are you being serious? Serious. And now you guys are volleying. <laughs> now, and now you guys are going back. <laughs> you got to do this next oh time you God, play. Oh, my God. I got to do this on court. This you got so it. hilarious. People look at you like, what? Hey, <laughs> after the third volley, you serve, hey, hit, Hey, I have a great idea, volley. Tony. What, what, when and you decide to play pickleball, you can come on the court. I do. I'll bring and, my little... Uh, and you my, can do that. My bazooki. Yeah. And we can play a little Greek music while... That would be while, really fun. Yeah, while you're in the corner making a little falafel with the guy. <laughs> Are you making a falafel with the guy? Is that guy making falafel? <laughs> hey, thank you very much. We're not here all week. But is that insane? Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's there's falafel and anopa, and um, even the term is food. Pickleball, right? Either or, food or sex. I, I've come to realize that. Yeah. Most of the terms are... Oh, maybe there's some other terms there, but... There is, but... Okay, ladies and gentlemen. I thought that was interesting. Maybe you didn't, but I did. Is you guys, This is a crazy game. And really? Had to come down to some food stuff even here? So, anyway. We got one last segment. And then uh, we'll be volleying out of here. And we'll probably... I'm going to go get some ouzo. While I'm saying, oppa, eating my falafel. We'll be right back. <laughs> Hey, and welcome back to Getting Down with the Pickleball with Dr. Don Michael. So, I'm all about these Dink Awards. Well, let's talk about that. If we could actually attend the Dink Awards, mm-hmm. what are the um, categories? Is there something where it's uh, certain Dink sizes? Is it certain performances or Lifetime Achievement Award kind of thing? What are you getting at, Tony? This is pickleball, right? Yeah, we're okay. not talking about the uh, stripper awards or... No, we're talking dink. Yeah. Okay. In our whole lives, we've mm-hmm. only used the word dink to usually describe um, uh, beep. The size of a man's penis? I would think that's mostly what people would say. No, that's just what you would say. I, I don't call it a dink. I call it a weenus. Oh, well, I don't call it a dink. 
Yeah, I know. You're all like always technical with your stuff. Correct. Yeah. You yeah. have to use it that I way. I mean, I would never say to a client, oh, how's your dink today? You know? Oh, as opposed to when you normally say, hello, and how is your penis? Instead of, hey, little dink. Yeah. Well, some people have little dink fetishes. That's, you Ugh. know. Yeah. No way. A small penis humiliation fetish. That's a huge oh. one. Yeah. You mean like, because the guy has it. Yes. And then he wants to be cuckold into. No, he just simply has a small penis humiliation fetish. That's quite common. I've written articles about it. Well, not common, but as far as. Wait, you're saying that the guy with the small dink loves to be humiliated. (laughs) Yes. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Yes. In fact, he gets off on it. That's insane. Yeah. It spikes his adrenaline. It gets his dopamine So let's say if we could relate that to pickleball. That would be like some dude, small, smaller paddle, getting killed all the time. Like, I can never win a game and I get off on it. Mm, I never have a good serve. I no. Know. No, he'd like to be up in the kitchen getting spanked by the ball. Yeah, more sexual. <laughs> he'd rather be than... dinked by the ball than have a dink. Well, you know, sometimes um, they're exhibitionists, too, because they want to shock a woman by showing them how small their penis is so that they'll laugh at them or make remarks, and that's what turns them on. It's an interesting fetish. Whoa. I've heard of the other way around where it's like the guy's just abnormally too big and no one will have sex with them. Had only maybe jack-off situations, not um, any intercourse. Mm-hmm. Can't get past a certain point. Most girls, they go, oh, yeah, until they try. And then they go, oh, no. Mm-hmm. And they're, or they were ruined. So I've seen it where the guys are, well, let's get a, um, a reduction surgery going on. Yeah, I, I've, I've had a couple clients that have had that situation. But I've had many clients who are into the small penis humiliation. So is that in the, do you think that's more of a, I need to have women laugh at me or God, whatever way they go? Well, I mean, no, I I think it it definitely is heterosexual because I think homosexual would be different. Uh, From a psychological perspective, it would be different. It's all about the woman making fun of him. And really, if, if you think about it, so now he's getting attention where he didn't get any attention or maybe he was turned away. So he's turned it into something that is giving him attention that turns him on because now the women are making fun of him and laughing at him and it's still in a sexual way because they're still talking about his penis and men love any attention to their penis. So hmm. it's, it's interesting. Yeah. That is sick. By the way, for those of you just tuning in and thinking this isn't about pickleball or related pickleball news and antics, you know, well, so much for... The Dink Awards, because we went right into a whole nother subject. But, you know, you being a sex therapist, a doctor of sex therapy, it didn't seem so off the track. No, doctor of human sexuality. Oops. (laughs) You know, like it says right there on the wall. (laughs) Oh, I tend not to read the wall. They're just show pieces. They're always... Uh, uh... Okay. (laughs) Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, sorry for skewing off from Dink to Dink or lesser Dinks than more. Well, that's all the time we have for this episode of Getting Down with the Pickleball. Again, thank you, Dr. Don, for fun, insight, and dink thought. Yes, it was a a great time giving you a little bit of uh, harassing you a little fun, too. Yeah, that's always fun. You take it pretty well. You know what I'm thinking. 
I'm thinking it's falafel. I think we need a little falafel. (laughs) You know what? I'm ready to go eat. How about you? Is there a uh, like a a sex kind of term for humiliating? The falafel? Oh, nice falafel! (laughs) Oh, you have no falafel anymore. You know what? I'm sure that there is something to do with falafels out there because you know when you talk about sexual fetishes i'm never surprised anymore it's almost anything goes it's pretty much anything goes wow yeah it's crazy a little bit crazy yeah it sounds like it so again thanks for tuning in please join us next week when we get down with the pickleball i'm tony with dr don hope you enjoyed and we'll catch you on the next serve 